preaching ain't that good, I'm telling you. <clears throat> today we're closing out a message series that we've been in for the past several weeks. We're wrapping it up today. A series that we call There's Always Hope. And there's no better day than Easter Sunday to be reminded that there is always hope. And you know, as I was thinking about Easter when I was growing up, Easter kind of had two parts to it. There was the get-to side of Easter, and then there was the have-to side of Easter, right? The, the get-to part of Easter was coloring Easter eggs, you know, candy. Uh, the greatest get-to of Easter was getting to go to Grandma's house, and she would have a big old dinner prepared, and all my cousins would be there, and we'd hide Easter eggs, and we might even, the cousins that we didn't like, we might throw Easter eggs at them. And the have-to part of Easter was the church part. <laughs> And I'm a pastor now. Who would have thought, right? But, but anyway, but some of you can relate to this. When, when I was a kid, before you could get to any of the fun stuff, the stuff that you get to do, you had to go, go to church. And, and, and here's what would happen. My mom would dress me in these really, really uh, uncomfortable clothes. She was here last night, and I reminded her of this. But she would dress me in these, you know, and, and she would buy these brand new really uncomfortable clothes. And then, uh, you know, uh, she would put me in a necktie. And folks, it's my mama's fault, all right? She scarred me for life, making me wear a necktie as a little kid. And I just can't put one around my neck now. I will wear one to your funeral if you prefer that I do that. I'll wear one to your funeral, and I'll wear one at your wedding. If you want the pictures to look nice, I'll do that. But I'm a grown man now, and I can make my own decisions, and I'm not wearing a tie. And it's my mama's fault. So if you don't like it, take it up with my mama because she made me wear one when I was a kid. And not only that, but the most uncomfortable shoes that money could possibly buy. And it might have been that we were poor and we didn't have much money, so we had to buy the cheap shoes. I don't know what you rich kids wore, but my shoes were uncomfortable. And, and then we'd go to church in these uncomfortable clothes and these uncomfortable shoes, and we would sit on these uncomfortable things they called pews, right? I, I could think of a better name than pew, but pew is bad enough, right? And for those of you that don't know what pews are, you younger people, it's basically this. It's basically a wooden bench that they put uh, in church that was designed for human torture, all right? They wanted to show you what hell was going to be like while you were at church, and so they put you in these wooden benches and and then, and then on Easter, they would always play, not, not that the music was always kind of weird, you know, but it got really weird on Easter. And we would sing songs that we only sang on Easter. And then you know what would happen next after that and, and all this uncomfortableness, for whatever reason, the preacher would get up and he would think that he had to preach for Ever, right? And I never understood that. I'm like, dude, you're killing us, man. We got eggs waiting, candy waiting, grandma's dinner waiting, and you're preaching forever. Now I understand. It's the biggest crowd we ever get to preach to in the whole year. And so I'm getting mine. And, and if you get tired, take a nap because I'm, I'm preaching forever today. All right? So 
But, but anyway, you know, but, uh, the, you know, they knew that, that we were only there because we had to be there before, you know, we could go have the fun and the stuff that we, we get to do. And, and, and some of you here today, you understand that, right? Not just the kids. Even some of you adults are like, I, I just had to do this to get to the get-to part. You know, the, the, the good stuff. It was just something I had to check off my list. And, 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 but here's the deal. As I got a little older... You know, I wasn't as interested in the Easter baskets. I wasn't as interested in, in the candy and, and the egg hunting anymore. But, but church was still kind of a, uh, kind of a mystery to me. Uh, it was still something that, that I don't believe I, I fully, you know, understood. I'd go to church and, and they would talk about Jesus and they would speak of the resurrection and, and all that. But it was, it, it's just kind of hard. If we're honest, y'all, some of this is just really hard to wrap your minds around. And I get that and I understand that because that's where I was at uh, in, in my, my very own life. And, and, and you know, I, I went to church all my life and I knew, number one, I didn't want to go to hell, right? Because our preacher preached on that every, every Sunday, right? I mean, he, he tried to scare it out of us every Sunday. And so I knew that I didn't want to go to hell and I knew that I wanted to be on God's side. Right, I wanted to be on God's, God's team, but it, it was just something that was kind of confusing. Because you look around you, it's what's going on in our world, and folks, our world is just kind of messed up, right? I, I mean, things are, are crazy. You look at things that are going on. Sometimes you see people of faith in the church, and, and you look at them and, and see how they act towards one another, at times, and they call themselves Christians, and it's hard to know sometimes when people look at the church if the church is spreading love or if the church is spreading hate. And, and so it's kind of confusing, and I get that, and I understand that, and, and I can remember just being kind of confused about the whole church thing and the way some of the people in the church acted right? And so maybe today some of you are here and you can relate to that. You've been in an experience like that. You, you may feel like that and you know what it's like to see church today as the have-to side of Easter as opposed to the get-to side of Easter. Maybe you're here today and, and you've got your doubts. You've had your own doubts and maybe you've seen people that called themselves Christians that didn't really act like you think Jesus might act, and, and it's created some doubt or maybe spiritual struggle uh, about God and who he is and just what he's doing and how he fits into everything that's going on uh, uh, around us, and you just hadn't been able to really put your finger on and nail down this thing that the church calls faith, and we talk about faith so often, but in my own life, and over time, I came to see faith as something that I didn't have to engage in, right? I began to see faith as something that I got to engage in. And I can tell you now that Easter really isn't all about the candy for me anymore. The get-to side of Easter is about faith and about celebrating God and what God's doing not only in my life, but what I see God doing in the lives of other people. And now I realize as a person of faith that I don't walk around feeling like I'm better than anybody else. Right? I find myself walking around knowing, you know, 